0: All in the same and night. And then what? And then what, Bailey? And then what? Because you're going on about this, but you're not doing nothing. And you got these two behind you, and they haven't been doing anything. They haven't been doing anything. You took Dakota Kai. She was a two-time tag team champion. You took Dakota. NXE NXT and what is she doing? She ain't doing nothing. You're not doing nothing but being a lackey. You're not doing anything
1: but being a lackey. And all yous are doing is the same old tired stuff since SummerSlam. You haven't done anything. <laughs> Good shit. Late to every episode. Late so much, I'm gonna have to buy you a pregnancy test. Bob Rude.
0: <laughs> I wanna be a podcaster. Yay! His my named you... Kenta. I'm gonna call him Kenta. Dynamite, drop in, Monty. That broadcasting school is really paying off for you. You're so high you don't
1: even know it. <laughs> oh boy, my boy. You ready for a Scotch ad?
0: We don't know anything about him. The only thing he's got in his wallet is a bunch of names of whorehouses. <laughs> <Four> <laughs> That's flair!
1: <laughs> <laughs> Probably looks like Jim Duggan shaking the tape out of his crotch.
0: Benoit, enjoy my wife. Eh. <laughs> That's a bold statement, Cotton. Oh my god, mine just stopped recording. No, we're good. We're still recording. What a dick!
1: I'd <laughs> cease and desist me. I'd cease and desist <laughs> me hard.
0: I need a minute to recover off that-
1: What kind of game is it?
0: War Games! Let a war! War
1: games! Impressions. I impressions. Yeah, I know. That's the only thing I've said in the last half hour. Bark, Bark like, like a dog.
0: dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 jeeks. Holy shit. How did that actually happen? Here we go. Good wrestling day. Wednesday, and I am still exhausted from this past weekend. It was a very, very long weekend, wrestling-wise, as it was WrestleMania weekend. But we also had a bunch of other promotions, and we know we you know, talked about a lot about that last week, and we're going to talk about it again. Not all of it this week, but kind of shed some light on some of that. But as normal, we will be having not just WrestleMania results and our own. Personal take and reactions, but we have this day in history. Bring it to bring it to the table. We got some news. We got Monday Night Wars 25 years later. And this week we got a movie of the week, and I mean, really, there's not much other big news than WrestleMania than well being bought by a company named Endeavor. I wish the WWE well on their future. Anybody use that one yet? I don't know. Hey, everybody! ODM.
1: Man, twenty hours of wrestling this weekend just for the podcast alone. WWE's been sold. My wife has COVID. Mass hysteria. Let's get the fuck up. Still getting that? Yeah, apparently. Yeah. Apparently.
0: Oh man! And so yeah, you texted me this morning and. Uh, I'm not always going to go, but you know, when we record. So you texted me and said, did you happen to see they were officially bought? Now, at the end of WrestleMania night two, there was a press conference. Their media scrum, right? They did them both nights. First person to talk was Bianca. We'll get there. Second person was Paul Heyman and Roman Reigns. We're going to get there. And I liked that. But Nick Hauserman or Hauserman, or Houseman, whatever his name is, he asked a question about, with the rumors of WWE being sold, what are your thoughts? And he's asking that to Paul Heyman and Roman. And Paul goes, you just love asking those questions, don't you? <laughs> the, do you know that he's the one that started the whole conversation at the media scrum. He goes, at these things, you like to start things. He's the one that Punk was going through the whole Colt Cabana argument thing with, that he was going back and forth, the whole journalist thing. Roman even made a mockery of it at one point. I, I thought it was just outstanding. It was great that they shed light on it. They asked Triple H, and Triple H, night. Well, they even asked Triple H, He said, before anybody asks questions, put your hands down. I got a whole lot I want to say. Goes through his take on WrestleMania. Then he goes, questions. And Nick, let me go ahead. I want you to go ahead. Ask your question. And he he asks the question, anything you could bring up about the sale of the rumors, uh, the rumor of the sale to, uh," he didn't even say Endeavor. They just said that WWE sold. And he goes, no. Okay. Now, your question's done. All right, let's go. And I was like, I fucking love it. I knew that was going to be his answer. Pure and simple. They weren't going to talk about it. No. So, who owns Endeavor? Is that Dana White?
1: So, I've got a shit ton of notes here that will answer all of your questions.
0: Because all I keep seeing are these memes of Dana White's head on Vince McMahon at the March Raw 2001 I Vince McMahon now own WCW, but it's him saying I know. <laughs> yeah,
1: no, and I you know actually I don't know. I mean, you probably got to do a little bit more uh, digging, but I can tell you who's going to be heading everything up here. So Endeavor's the parent. Hit it up,
0: bring us the news.
1: Uh, yeah, Endeavor's the parent company UFC. Uh, they're going to form a new publicly listed company that'll bring together UFC and WWE under one umbrella. Endeavor's going to hold a fifty-one percent controlling interest in the new company. WWE shareholders 49%, so obviously WWE is becoming part of this new conglomerate. The new company, so this is the new company of both of these organizations put together, are going to be led by Endeavor CEO Ari Emanuel. He's going to be the CEO of the new organization. Vince will be executive chairman of the board. Mark Shapiro will be president and COO of Endeavor and the new company. Dana White will remain as president of UFC, Nick Khan will still be president of the WWE. Uh, they will form a new board of directors—eleven people, uh, six appointed by Endeavor, uh, remaining five by WWE. So again, keeping with that, uh, Endeavor slash UFC will be the controlling interest. Nine point three billion, or a hundred and six dollars per share, before any post-closing dividends. Um, And then there's some quotes. I'm not going to get into it. But, man, what happens now?
0: Well, okay, I was going to ask you the question. What happens to uh, the show, the wrestlers, the creative, the promotion moving forward, Peacock, uh, Archive, you know, like the the rights rights. to all the video footage? Yeah. Yeah. So, so many questions on that. My big question is how long until Roman Reigns is main eventing a UFC pay-per-view? Oh, God. No way. No way. (laughs) Okay. Okay, buddy.
1: He'd have to take a whole year off just to train. Like, if you're talking about, like, shoot fighting in the UFC, listen, a couple, like Brock and and Lashley could do it, but even they're going to be like, no, fuck that. I'm not ready for this. Yeah, I mean, I don't see these guys just fucking being like, "Oh yeah, 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 we're gonna be MMA fighters now." Well, at this point, it might be the best option for
0: Lashley, considering no shit how right? bent over. He got, yeah, but he got to lift a trophy. Hooray! Yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> I, I look at there's so much speculation, and I don't even want to try to give too much, you know, ideas and scenarios because what I have found as of recent is once we record these things edit, lay it out, and put it out on the, all of our platforms. At that point, they have... Like the other day, we laid out all these ideas about what the card could be. Maybe they won't do it at all. And yeah, then they did the card the day after our show dropped, which you said was going to happen. But I'm like, we spent like 20 minutes talking about that. So let's not even bother getting into the speculation of what our future endeavors, puns, will bring to us. But I, I, I say... It can't be any worse. I mean, all you're doing is having. Let me ask you this Is Endeavor a public company?
1: It will. Uh, I believe it is. I honestly don't know. Uh, I would think it is, though.
0: So it's not going to really do any harm. You have more money, more collateral. That's a really. It, it, I don't think it's. I mean, especially if Vince is still in charge, it's not like they're taking over creative. I mean, it's not <laughs> like they're going to. Well.
1: Over. Uh, it's been reported that Vince is going to be overseeing creative
0: again. (laughs) It's funny because do you feel like night one was like triple H's night and night two was Vince's night? Yeah,
1: basically. So the way that he put it is he's not going to be in the weeds. Triple H will still be, you know, like, what do they call it? A creative, creative operating officer, but Vince will be involved with creative on a higher level.
0: He'll be hiding in the weeds with that, uh, Stellar mustache.
1: Signore McMahon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I'm a Vincenzo. I don't know of this uh, Vincent K. McMahon. That was horrible. It literally was. Anyway, uh, <laughs> all right, what totally other news do you have? To, yeah. <laughs> all
1: right, uh, you turned me on to this, and I thought it was cool. I'm, so I'm throwing it in the fucking notes, or in the news. Uh, Rey Mysterio approached Legado del Fantasma. Uh, that's Santos, Escobar, Zelina Vega, Cruz del Toro, and Joaquin Wilde. And basically told him, hey, guys, I'm going to need your help getting my back, uh, you know, against my kid. So uh, let's do this the proper way and let's reform the LWO. Not going to lie, kind of want to buy an LWO shirt
0: now. I know, right? It's funny because I texted you one day before. Mm -hmm. So it was after our show had dropped. But I had messaged you. I said, what if, since they've been showing their signs prior to this shirt even coming on TV, They've been showing signs of Ray teaming up with Legato del Fantasmo. and I, what what if they all turn their back on Ray and Dom is the new leader of the Lwo on paper I think I like the idea look at you can say whatever you want my wife and I she was watching the match and she goes I just don't like him I go that's the fucking point man you're supposed to hate Dominic mm-hmm. and I love everything about Dominic Mysterio I do. First month or two, I was like, what a twat. I don't want to see this guy. <laughs> now I love everything about him with the prison shit, and we'll get in there. Um, so I thought maybe him leading a gang. Good idea. But actually, better to keep him right now in the Judgment Day circle. Let him keep growing with more and more heat. The day he does take over, maybe he takes over Judgment Day. Who knows? So we'll just kind of we'll, we'll get there at some point. Man, could you imagine Judgment Day is just Ria? Rhea- dom and priest he kicks out baylor
1: i think it could i could think it could stand i mean i think because i think uh oh my god i'm spacing on his name right now i can't believe it damian priest i feel like you see that's the that's the problem i feel like he's getting lost in the shuffle because dominic has the whole thing with with ria and baller's been battling with edge priest had nothing priest had nothing
0: best one of the best shots of the hall of fame is Rhea ripley standing there clapping Dom on one side and Buddy, Buddy Murphy, Murphy on the on other side. side. I like, I was don't like awesome. Jerry just... son of a bitch. There's so many great memes. Have you seen, Have the, you seen the other one of uh,
1: Trish walking through and Triple H? It's like everybody's face. It's like Triple H trying not to look. It's Booker T doing the, oh, yeah. Dominic's like, don't look, over. don't look, don't look, don't <laughs> look. It's great.
0: <laughs> I was not a fan of what she was wearing. Yeah, know. Well. I just got to say this: I'm not Mr. Fashion guy or whatever, but the half suit looking coat on one side and then that—I was was like, it was just weird. Thank you. Well, you're not Lady Gaga. Just you know, Gaga, Gaga. Gaga. (laughs) What other news you got?
1: Well, Tony Khan has another huge announcement planned for AEW Dynamite again. So be prepared to be disappointed. Um, Any guesses on what it is?
0: One is a joke. Two are real options. Okay. The joke Mm -hmm. is he's just going to come out and be like, and that's what you get when you leave my company. You fail at the main event of WrestleMania. Wouldn't be. I thought that would be kind of fun, but he won't. Uh, It would either be an announcement of a match at Forbidden Door. Which I did see Shingo Takagi put out a feeler saying, like a couple of different names, being like, I'll, I'll take on anybody at Forbidden Door. So I think it could be a match for that. Or I think he announces Four Pillars at Double or Nothing. Because that is in May, and we're going to be, at this point, just about a touch more or less a month and a half away from that pay-per-view Maybe start to give a build, because then you have plenty of weeks to do a lot of one-on-ones, tag teams like you and I talked about before. That's it, unless it's a fourth fucking show.
1: Uh, That's what the uh, speculation online is right now. Yep.
0: I quit. I'm done. (laughs) You can't get one right. (laughs) Okay, so am I the only one that's like, this guy keeps picking up contracts on wrestlers all over and just picking everybody up and adding things fine. Look at I think Ring of Honor you got a nice little feel. You're doing okay. It looks like the old school of Ring of Honor TV. Okay, fine. Good. However, you could put so much more care into Rampage by A making it live and B tacking on an hour. Done. Now you have room for your roster that you have oversaturated. You have room for storylines, and you don't really even have to do a draft. You could go back and forth with your people, let them do their thing. But you need, right now, the highlight of Rampage is Count Blackula. (laughs) (laughs) What else do you have in news, please?
1: Well, apparently, uh, Matt Jackson has suffered a partial biceps tear. He uh, apparently is not going to elect for surgery, and he's going to miss quite a bit of time. That's in quotes. Um, Injured himself during the three-way match for the six-man tag titles. What's going to be most interesting, uh, other than him not being on TV for a while, even though he probably still will be in some regard, um, what they're going to do with the titles. Are they going to vacate him? Because if he's going to miss a bunch of time, what are you going to just keep... I mean, you know those titles are just there for them to have as, like, toys.
0: Yeah, no, so. I just want to let you keep talking for a couple more minutes until you realize House of Black are the champions.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, well, thanks for pointing it out. You should have let me keep going.
0: I was going to. Either way. Yeah, who cares? Hey, so no Matt Jackson? Carry on my wayward son. Biceps called, they said I'm done. Beautiful. Put the, I'm excited. Beaver drop right in here. <laughs> 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 I do I I like I said I like Nick better than Matt. You said you like Matt better than Nick if you had to pick a buck.
1: Yeah, they're both twats, but
0: yeah, fair enough. All right. We'll get through it's this last
1: one. Uh never meet your heroes apparently, um uh, <laughs> at a WrestleCon event, I think it was WrestleCon. It was it was a fan fest event uh, during WrestleMania week. Giselle Shaw of Impact uh, accused rick steiner of bullying that is the headline is being passed around basically he was uh, reported as being transphobic giselle shaw put out a long tweet uh, about trans you know visibility day and uh yeah i don't know if you knew giselle, giselle shaw was a trans woman i did not know that i did, that. Not, I did not, not know that you, either so. so uh but yeah apparently so that's
0: why i was like i don't get what the bullying is until you just read that yeah. entire thing and t- now that makes more sense yeah apparently rick was um, a massive tirade I feel like if you got Rick and Scott drunk, your jaw would just hit the fucking floor. I expected it more just from Just listening Scott. to some of the shit that would drop <laughs> out of their mouths. Just going and going and going. You know what I mean? Like, they say things in an interview that's like a two minute long thing. And you're like, what? What did you say? I want to hang with them. Just, Just hang with them for a day. You'd probably regret it. And never call again. Yeah,
1: you'd probably regret it shortly. Yeah.
0: Be a hell of a story for the podcast. <laughs> Be really using that bleep sensor. Yeah, right. So look at the best news about WrestleMania week is everything basically is built around WrestleMania week. And why I say that is, you know, we don't have to talk about much of the shows, Raw, SmackDown, things like that, because they were all heading right into there. Dynamite felt like they were going into WrestleMania weekend, not giving a shit either. Like they were having a go home show because other than the one match, and I need you to explain to me what you meant on that through a text, but I was late to it. Ah, um, Yeah. But I signed up watching Dynamite this week. So we'll talk about that right now. That's the only real show other than the pay-per-views. So Adam Cole did defeat Garcia and it was cool. At the very end, Britt Baker came out, gave him a kiss first match back. Um, he was selling the hell out of the back of his head and neck. And they did a giant, huge uh, gold streamers thing that went off. Yeah, and, I saw uh, that.
1: <laughs> Looked like Rip Torn For busted whatever, metal. Dude, all it's so
0: ring. hysterical when they... Like, every time there's a title change, they have one writing. Yeah. Like, they opened one wherever I was... I Was it in... Did we watch a, a title change when we were in uh, Dynamite in Rochester?
1: Yep. It was uh, was it Guevara beat Rusev, R- Rusev. Uh, you know what I mean?
0: The second one, the one where yeah. I Miro. came by and I smelled like your garage. That was the s- Little John second one.
1: So I don't know if they did. I don't remember.
0: Uh, either way, I remember, like just. All of a sudden, confetti and everything just goes off for no reason. Like, you're just ready for it. And it's like, even for this, first match pack, yay, confetti! Yeah, I know. It's, yeah. Surprised when Daniel Bryan or Bryan Danielson, why did I say that name? Because they use that name a lot at WrestleMania. They did. Kind of impressed with that. Uh, Even Cesaro. But Danielson, when he turned heel, I'm surprised streamers didn't come out of the ceiling, Uh, looks like he's getting in Blackpool Combat's Club face for jumping Kenny Omega after the Jeff Cobb fight. And it's funny because I, as soon as he came down to the ring and did that, I go, be a lot cooler if he turns. And he did. I was like, oh, look at that. That was cool. All right. Because I thought he was really just going to, this is the angle they're going to go. He's going to stray from the Blackpool Combat Club. Meh. seen this too many times. A quick heel turn no one was expecting in that crowd, it felt like. People were like, oh, shit. Um, but yeah, Kenny did defend and retain the IWGP United States Championship against Jeff Cobb. You said you had a Rocky Three vibe to it. Were you thinking that Omega was going to get beat real quick and uh, Don Callis was going to die in the back and he's going to cry and like Mick? Pretty
1: much. Pretty much. Okay. So all right. Uh, can I? Can I?
0: Because he got knocked down by Blackpool Combat Club, which I guess in uh shoot life he actually got hurt in that shot
1: yeah so uh yeah.
0: you ever feel like you just want to go ha, 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 ha good for you that's what you get for getting involved at your age funny thing that could be a theme today let's go
1: <laughs> all right so first things first i hate how they just bring jeff cobb in once a year to have him get beat that's ridiculous that's really ridiculous yeah. uh, so the, the whole um Rocky 3 thing, I just thought it was hilarious, because there was just that story, that Instagram story from Punk, where he references it, and next thing you know, on Dynamite, they're doing it, because they legitimately did that, Callus got jumped, they confront him, he's like, I don't know, I gotta focus, (laughs) so I thought they were gonna have him go out and get squashed pretty quick, Um, but obviously they didn't, because, you know, they'll make fun of it, but they won't actually go through with the whole thing, because why would Kenny lose the title, Um, yeah, Uh, Same thing with Danielson. I'm not going to lie. When he came out, I was like, man, he better fucking turn. And he did. I'm going to say I popped for that one. I was happy. I'm actually interested. I'm a lot more interested in Blackpool Combat Club now. Um, I'm sure they'll botch the story somehow. but
0: I thought they were going to get stale and just keep doing the same shit they were doing for the last year anyway. So I'm glad that they did exactly this and they did do the turn. Um, I'm not going to lie. All I can get in my head right now is, is a vision of Omega with like two really black and blue, bruised up, swollen eyes laying next to Calus. None! 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 And then, in two movies later, he's gonna go, get up, you son of a bitch! Because Calus loves you. Yeah, man.
1: Long-term storytelling. Yeah, apparently... <laughs> So apparently Callus fell into an equipment case and banged his head. Uh, the story going around was that you could see his skull. That's how bad the gash was. Really? Yeah, that's a story. I take it for what it is.
0: What gash was he showing? I'm gashes. So, all right, man, let's get into this past weekend's results. I'm not even bothering into all of the results of everything we went through last week. But here are a couple of big things I do want to talk on, um, especially ones that I did get a chance to breeze through. Josh Barnett's Bloodsport, nine. Kota Ibushi had his first win defeating Mike Bailey. Harry Smith is keeping his win streak alive. John Moxley won and didn't fucking bleed. Shock. Yeah, seriously. I swear to God, I did not expect that. Timothy Thatcher defeated Josh Barnett. It was a really good match. Johnny Bloodsport actually made Royce Isaac's tap. Impressive. In the multiverse of matches, Kushida defeated Leo Rush, thankfully. Hiroshi Tanahashi defeated Mike Bailey. Not a fan of. Um, Mike Bailey's hot right now. And I think, yes, I get it. You want to lose to the ace, the legend, but he shouldn't have been brought in. But this isn't the first time that he was involved in things this past weekend. Uh Jeff Cobb uh, defeated Moose, and Trey Miguel defended and retained the X Division Championship, as well as so did Kenta with the strong open weight championship, and Ace Austin and Chris Bay retained the tag team championships. Now on to Ring of Honor Supercard of Honor. Uh one match you don't have on here, but they did throw in there was Daniel Garcia against Hiroshi Tanahashi. Oh yeah. I saw why. Yeah, exactly. Why? Because I don't know. That's why I didn't put the results in there. Tanahashi won. (laughs) Yep. That's why I didn't put it in there. El Hio de Vikingo defeated commander. Cool match. They did a lot of, you know, big flips, you know, like we said, it was going to be, uh, everything a triple A match really is. And it was, it was good. Not, not a bad match to watch. Uh, The women's title, Athena defended and retained. Samoa Joe retained against Mark Briscoe, which was kind of a shock to me. But I'm kind of okay with as well. It's hard to beat the beast. Um, Best press conference comment from Mark Briscoe. First, he said (laughs) he will not tag with another wrestler again. He'll do six-man. He'll do 150 if he need to, but one-on-one. He will not do a tag team with anybody else. Fair. Yep. The best thing that he said was they were like, you know, something about what would Jay think about your match or whatever it was. And he goes, I'm down here fighting Samoa Joe. He's up there wrestling Eddie Guerrero. I think he's got the better end right now. I'm like, oh, shit. That's cool. Yeah, I like that's that. That's a good quote. Yeah. Um, I did not expect Shibata to retain against you. I thought they were just going to go to a draw. Oh no no. I I no, I didn't, yeah, I did not, I not expect Shibata to beat Yuta. I'm glad I'm glad he did.
1: I'm glad they did. You know, one of the things I was thinking after the the Danielson thing, not to go back to it, but was uh they're going to kick Yuta out. Why not have it be like the outside like, you want to talk about the outcasts. These are this is the fucking outsiders
0: you should be excited about. Think about it. Okay. You know what I mean? I'm okay with that. Um in the world title, Claudio retained against Eddie Kingston. I expect it. What I really wanted to leave to the end was we do have new tag team champions in the Lucha Brothers. But that's not what everybody's talking about out of this tag team title match. No, no, no. Because this turned into one of the biggest TLC matches possible, right? Right. Basically, it's all what these ladder matches are nowadays. And you had four tables stacked, two and two. And Penta, off of a horizontal ladder did his uh,
1: package pile driver kind
0: of thing. Was that what it yeah. was or was it? A, no, it was a he, no, destroyer. more like it was a Canadian destroyer. Right, that's I think, what I thought. Yeah. Yep. And as he does it off of that on top of the tables, Dante Martin goes down and snaps his ankle the same way that it looked like when Sid, Sid did, did his it, yep. Holy shit!
1: His foot was pointing that the was wrong. Bad. Yeah, his foot was pointing the wrong way.
0: Both of them were pointing the same exact way. We were supposed to be going that away. <laughs> it was pretty bad. It was pretty it was gross. bad. Yeah. The best part, it's not going to be the only person who has a really bad leg injury this weekend. Uh, the GCW Joey Janela's spring break. The thing we knew it was going to happen, Kota Bushi defeated Joey Janela, and vikingo defeated Mike Bailey. Friday night, Lashley won the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Now, I'm sorry, I didn't see this part, but you have it written here. Open Challenge for Mania. Did he throw that down?
1: Yep. I don't know if he did it <laughs> in the ring afterwards or if it was a tweet or something, but he did issue an Open Challenge for Mania.
0: The amount of... Oh. Okay, well, we're about to get there in a minute. So, look at stand and deliver. We have a new NXT champion. Carmelo Hayes defeated Braun Breaker. It's funny because he kind of cheated to win, and Braun still handed the title over and was like, "Hey man, respect." Yeah, I don't when I get go. that. Oh, okay, so you'll be going up Monday. Yep. See you Monday. Uh, Johnny Gargano wrestled what is said to be his final NXT match ever, and it was an unsanctioned match against Grayson Waller, and he won. And Uh, Wesley defended in that five way match. And apparently that match stole the show. Like I didn't get to see anything other than the world championship match for that or NXT championship match as I was, you know, fast forwarding through some things, but let's get into WrestleMania. Now, you know, we just mentioned Bobby Lashley didn't have a chance to get on the card. We had not one, but two impromptu matches with same guy, (laughs) uh, who already had hosting, Capabilities and being on TV all night and didn't even have to take a bump. We'll get into that. Not like it was his choice, you know. Like he's like, "Well, I want to do both," but I'm, you know where I'm getting at, right? The amount of commercials and ads that you add up between bell to bell, some of them were like 15 to 20 minutes from like when the when one match ended before the next entrance was even about to begin. Horrible. You couldn't put Bobby in there anywhere. You couldn't give me a quick. Yeah. And then Lashley come out quick squash. I don't even care if it was a match. Moment. Moment would have been fine. That
1: length of that ramp, it wouldn't have been a quick match. It would have taken him 15 minutes to get to the ring.
0: (laughs) My favorite thing. So, all right. We're both going to get off screen for a minute here because we're going to have to pull some shit up here because once I was able to attend to this, I had a shit of of a weekend trying to get my RV moving. Um, but once I was able to finally kick in and start watching some of this, we decided we were going to have to start texting back and forth during this thing. <laughs> yeah. um, so I have mine up. And, of course, it, do you have this in order of exact win, uh, match, it looks like?
1: You know, I did for the first one. For the second, it looks, yeah, I don't know how I didn't do it in the same order. for. That's okay. We'll be able yeah. to work that way. Yeah, I don't know what happened.
0: So I love that you uh you, you kind of tossed in earlier like here we go man um i love edibles <laughs> and <laughs> i i okay so we we caught the end of the match and my wife and i were laughing about cena how his legs were really really skinny Real, real tiny, and I was like, "Yo, he's got little chinny, little uh, chicken skinny legs." And look at man, I think you know. While you had your edibles, and I was hanging with Billy Bong Thornton, I said to you, "I hope he kind of breaks one of his legs here tonight." And you were like, "Jesus!" <laughs> or you were, "Damn, dude." <laughs> okay, sorry. Um, we did mention you know his hair looks like he needs a little bit of Rogaine. Yeah. And. <laughs> The funniest part was, all right, so we we did get the next match after Cena loses. We had the next match that came up, and that was the Fatal 4-Way Men's Showcase Tag Team Match, which I will say was surprisingly better than I anticipated it to be. And they did it. I said, this is going no more than 14 minutes. And I go, time it. I didn't mean, like, actually time it. But it was funny because you sent back a cat looking really, really pissed off, saying, fine. The thing was like nine to ten minutes, by the way, which was great. Uh, wrong team won. I did not expect private profits to win this.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it was funny. Uh, Titus Titus was on the commentary for this one.
0: Yeah, this uh, one was okay. Yeah, it, We'll get into Titus later. Uh,
1: big sweaty Otis. <laughs>
0: He did have some uh, booby sweat. Um, I liked, I liked uh, Seth Rollins' entrance. I liked the conductor. It was cool. You didn't need him because the crowd was louder without him. When the song came on, they got way louder, which was hysterical. Pretty much. Logan Paul comes out. At the same exact time. That he is now dangling from above the the rafters or whatever you want to call from this uh, stadium. You texted me. I don't think Logan has ever heard of Owen Hart. <laughs> what did I text?
1: Pulling Owen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Which. Came through simultaneously. I mean, like, we did this at the same time. As soon as oh, it, yeah. like I hit send, yours came through, and I was like, same. oh, this was great. This is why we should have been doing a, a podcast tonight. But this is already going to be way too long. I was kind of surprised that the mascot wasn't Jake Paul.
1: Well, uh, so, uh, you know, I was watching with uh, Vinny, and uh, I had said that. He goes, yeah. And he goes, oh, well, he goes, what if it's KSI? And I'm like, I don't want that, but it does make more sense. I mean, KSI is his business partner. They've had like botching uh, a couple like fantasy, not fantasy, like a celebrity boxing matches against each other. So, um, I mean, it makes sense.
0: I guess. You're just old. You don't know who KSI um, is. Th- I had no idea. And <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm not sure that 80,000 people did either. At quick glance and look at it, it wasn't just me and this isn't being whatever Allah. I saw so many things. Everybody was like, "Quick glance thought it was our truth." I thought it was our truth, very solidly thought, and I think the crowd did for half a second too.
1: Our truth would have been better.
0: I would have loved it if it was our truth. Um, it was almost too telegraphed him pulling him in for the splash with Logan. It was. Like he had uh, his hand on the the mascot uniform for way too long. Yeah, and
1: Logan was delayed. Like there was enough time. Like if you were up there, you could have stopped yourself. But he went anyway. Yeah, yeah they, they, the timing was off.
0: Um, you know, I I said I liked the conductor, but you know what I didn't like about Seth Rollins was he kind of came out wearing like pink bondage,
1: <laughs> the pink Jeff Jarrett
0: outfit. It was a Jeff Jarrett outfit, which is really weird. Um, and it was at this point you started sending me the same meme over and over. <laughs> one hour later, yeah. dot, dot, dot. Yeah, from- because every entrance was basically that. It took forever. Yeah,
1: you'll see it used a lot in uh, certain videos. You know, because there's a bunch of them, too. It's from SpongeBob. I never really watched SpongeBob, but I know. one hour later.
0: <laughs> it felt like it. The Trish, Stratus, uh, Lita, and Becky Lynch defeating Damage Control was what it was. I liked it. It was good. Five out of six members of that match had a great match. One member, mm, not so much. Lita just looked out of place in there.
1: Yeah. uh, I think I was cooking. Yeah, I was cooking Xavier a steak. Uh, Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I made some bomb ass steaks and baked potatoes. That with the edible made it a really good night. (laughs)
0: <laughs> well When this match ended They started doing a promo video For <laughs> Ray and Dom And then Before Ray comes out First they have Dominic come out And they start doing this video package Of all of these Jail scenes And him in jail And apparently from what I've seen One of the quick photos Was like an Auschwitz photo <laughs> Jesus. Yep. Good job, WWE, on your Googling when you go prison photos. Either way, comes out in a in a paddy wagon, handcuffed, which is funny because it's like he's been in jail all this time. Right. Right. But he hasn't. It's it's so weird that he even showed up this way. It, 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 it was just a touch weird, but I also liked it. it took him a second to get the hood off. I love that he was wearing Ray's mask. Yeah. It was awesome. It almost looked like Ray Mysterio was the one that was arrested. Almost. When, at quick glance. And he wore the purple colors. It just, the whole suit, it just gave me Eddie Guerrero, Ray Mysterio, Halloween Havoc 97 vibes with, with what Ray wore. Same kind of color. Um, Ray came out. And, oh, well, first. <laughs> I texted you at this point when Dominic is coming out, and I go, yo, this is the funniest shit I have ever seen. And you wrote, it's Prison Mike, the tormentors. <laughs> the
1: tormentors.
0: Do you mean like Harry Potter? No, not like Harry Potter. <laughs> Thanks, Andy. <laughs> Domestic disturbance was the case that they gave me. That, that, was, that fun- was you. Yeah, that was fucking hilarious. And then you also were orange is a new black, scared, straight wannabe. Cole said that. Yeah, well, it, it, oh, did he? I missed that. Yep. Oh. oh, he must be binging that shit.
1: Probably. Topical.
0: It was uh, it was a good match. I liked everything that they had going on with it. I thought Dominic was going to win, not going to lie, but I was okay that Ray won. Like, there was points in the night where when the crowd was going absolutely ape shit for the person, I was like, they better let this person win, I guess. And that was one of those ones when when Ray finally got the upper hand on Dominic and he went up for a splash the crowd was going nuts and I was like oh shit okay I was wrong let him win let him win let him win <laughs> and it everybody liked it it was uh it was a good moment I liked how that match played out solid solid and that was a solid uh jump in there with some uh input I'm jump. just trying to stay with the text now, here I can't see uh
1: I'm all, I'm all a flutter.
0: Fair enough. I I heard that about you. I had said to you at this point, I go, bro, this one old lady in the front row, red hair to the left of the hard cam, dear Lord. And you said, why does she have a camera from the nineties, the early nineties? And she (laughs) did, man. It was great. And she was in that same spot, not once, but twice
1: they're all damn night. they're
0: both knights. yeah a lot of people in the same spot i'm like who do you blow because i know that odm would happen to get in line I uh, yikes not all of these things i can ta- i can say through our text because i yeah then i did get a little weird but let me tell you you know what match i'm talking about when you write that one puckered my butthole and i wrote ha 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 And I wrote, that one puckered mine there. And you wrote, yep, for real. Mm -hmm. And I wrote, on her face. Yeah. There were some real moments between Charlotte and Rhea Ripley. Looked like someone was going to die. And it's funny because at one point when Charlotte was on top of the rope and on top of the post, that platform part, you wrote, that bitch dead.
1: Uh, yeah, my favorite. Uh, my favorite. I don't know, man. When Charlotte came out at the beginning of the match, she looked like Cher. And I said, looking more like Charlotte Cher.
0: Yeah, I said, looked like Reed forgot to take his hormone pills. <laughs> <laughs> so, good match. Rhea won. The only thing I didn't care for was Rhea looking like her hair dye was running down her head. It just was weird to me. Yeah, it was a
1: different paint job.
0: Moment one of the of the weekend where you could have inserted your Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal winner or L.A. Knight. Miz comes out for his next part with Snoop Dogg. Um, oh, shit. I forgot to say. My bad. Rey Mysterio. Sick entrance. The low rider. Snoop driving it, which is great. You wrote, yo, they're letting his high ass drive. <laughs> I think he's being pulled by a string. But you got Latino heat music playing and then... Yeah. The Buyeka Buyeka. It was cool. I liked it. It was a good, uh, it was a great entrance. It was. Um, but now you got Snoop and, and Miz back in the ring. And now all of a sudden, Pat McAfee shows up and we get, which was great watching Cole lose his fucking mind. <laughs> and an impromptu match that has George Kittle, was it? Yep. Yep. Tight end for the From 49ers. The 49ers. Yep. That
1: boy was creaming in his pants.
0: Yeah. Fuck him. Well, it was what it was, but it was one of those moments that I was too pissed off to really like it. I was like, come on, man. Like, Miz, you already had this thing. So Again, like I said, it sounded like it was his choice, but you have a whole gig for two nights straight. You didn't need a match. Why is no one utilizing Bobby? I just didn't get it. Yeah. Um, and Pat McAfee wins. It was at least a moment to cool your crowd down because Rhea and Charlotte, they were in and they were spent. And let me ask you, what was the main event?
1: Oh, the tag match. Which tag you titles me tag titles closes.
0: What did I say? Tag match closes. Uh, yep. Tag match closes. Oh, said it last week. I said it all weekend. I'm ninety nine percent sure I said it all day Saturday to you. And I'm pretty sure five minutes in to the main event, I said tag match
1: close. Oh, yeah, no, You were hammering that home. Listen, man, it's not that much imp- more impressive than looking out the window when it's raining and saying, hmm, looks like it's going to rain soon.
0: Fuck you. <laughs> First tag match to close a WrestleMania since Hogan T. Piper Orndorff.
1: Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Sorry, I had beer in my mouth. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, either way. You can't say it was not a badass match. It was great. Storylines played out. Everything with Jay uh, and Sammy. Just It was great that they started the match. I knew that that's what was going to happen. It was funny that Jimmy was in there first and then tags in Jay. There was an issue I had with a lot of people this past weekend. You may not know this, but those cameras that are near you, they have microphones. Oh, yeah. They're going to catch a lot of the things you're saying happened in both women. No, hang on. Not both. Every women's match. (sighs) There was loud talking. Mm -hmm. Wait, 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 come here, come here, come here. We got to do this. It was bad. Owens was loud and clear to one of the things to Jay. And he goes, do you know what we're doing? And he goes, (laughs) I I went back in the head of the He goes, do you know what we're doing? He goes, yeah. He goes, Okay, super kick me, blah, 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 blah. And he super kicks him. And I was like, Jesus Christ, dude. And I texted you, if your brain does not have the capacity to remember every goddamn thing for a 30-minute match, don't have a 30-minute match. Have a 10 or 15, call it a day. It's, when you have to start having conversations with each other because you can't remember shit, that's a problem. Yeah. 100%. Hundred percent, I agree. But great moment. I'm glad they won. It was awesome. Very happy with it. Uh, one of the favorite, one of my favorite memes, and I sent this to you was, you know, you're trying to have uh, the fact that a real man is fighting for his own or with his own real son in what hypothetically could be an extremely emotional and dramatic match. Is fucking sponsored by Cinnamon Toast Crunch. <laughs> and you had another mascot at ringside that was that looked like SpongeBob on acid. Yeah, pretty much. With cinnamon it all was, over it. <laughs> sounds like a good time, but it was just weird. It was ill timed. The uh <laughs> so we get into night two, but let's, you know, get into that. We really didn't text that much. During this pay-per-view. Well, uh, cause,
1: <laughs> I had to say at a certain point where I couldn't control myself, but we'll get there.
0: Oh, that's true. Okay. <laughs> so they open with Brock and Omos, and it was exactly what I thought it was going to be. Yep. Could have been a touch shorter, but Lesnar wins. The next match was exactly what we thought it was going to be. Baszler and Rousey defeating the other three teams. Uh, highlights for me. I uh, It happened for both those matches. That's it.
1: Yep. Another bathroom break.
0: Yeah. Two bathroom breaks. I didn't even have to really pay attention. But then they bring out the one that I was ready for. I was ready for the triple threat Intercontinental Championship match between Gunther, Drew McIntyre, and Sheamus. And this was sponsored by Mike's Harder Lemonade. (laughs) And back for his second night of commentary, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, or whatever, however that goes, Titus O'Neal. And I'm going to give you it. You said, oh, he's drinking the hard lemonade. <laughs> he was good. Oh, oh, man, I called a cop. Call 911 for that cop. Oh, you can't get hit like that. Call 911. Hit- oh, oh, oh. Somebody called cops. Somebody called cops. Just kept going. And, I, and he goes, at one point, he goes, am I doing all right? And they go, no, no, you're fine, Titus. <laughs> They're probably like, keep drinking. fuck it, man, I'm losing my voice. This is my eighth hour already this weekend.
1: <laughs> yep. Yeah. Let's keep drinking.
0: The match was exactly what I thought it was going to be a banger. Yeah. It's funny because at one point, you, it, so Gunther did a pin, or got pinned, or was about, it was a part of a pin attempt with Sheamus. And it looked like he did struggle to get himself up, kind of like, well, he didn't. He like he was fighting off a pin attempt. Yeah, when he should have been at least trying to get the pin attempt in. Like like he looked concussed, and you're right, it did look that way because I remember seeing that exact point. But I didn't, you know, didn't want to go back and rewind and be behind. And at the moment he came back in the ring, I go, nah, he's fine. Yeah. <laughs> When he came back in, looking the way he did, screaming, beating the fuck out of everybody, his eyes were there straight ahead. I go, he ain't concussed. He may have been knocked out for a second, but he wasn't necessarily concussed.
1: Yeah, it it was a hard-hitting affair. Sheamus uh, had Daniel Bryan chest.
0: Uh, Oh, my God. And Gunther had a little bit of blood going on in his. Yep. Great picture of Sheamus and Drew laying down on some steps in the back (laughs) and just said, uh, pints Pints are needed or something like that.
1: Pints at the pub or something like that, yeah.
0: Yeah, uh, the best sign all weekend at WrestleMania. I say all weekend for both nights. Someone did the logo for the show, Martin, like that green arrow, like the, the kind of, you know, but whatever the logo you want to call it. Same theme colors. And it said, damn, Gina. <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh, what a throwback to it. You actually send. A picture of Martin falling off the couch. Damn, Gina! <laughs>
1: Random, but funny. Oh,
0: it was, it was amazing. I love that. Um. <laughs> so, okay. After that, we do get the uh, women's match. The Bianca Belair and Asuka. And now Asuka is officially 0-5 at WrestleMania. <sighs> Jesus. Yeah, I mean. Oh, but let's talk about Bianca Belair at the conference. I mean, I guess the new streak is me. I'm 3-0 and at WrestleMania. You know what? Fuck you now. Fuck you. Yep,
1: pretty much. Uh, one of the things I texted you was uh, Oscar's basically a jobber for the top talent.
0: Yeah. She makes everybody look good, which sucks. So then, after that, we get the Hell in a Cell match. Edge and Demon Finn Baylor. I think we both agreed the entrances seem kind of lackluster for what the match. Well, was wait a minute. Wait a minute be. before
1: before we get to uh, I did not put it in there. Uh, so before we got to the Hell in a Cell match, we had another impromptu. Oh, segment that happened before this. It did. Oh, okay. And I, I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why I know that. Because I missed most of Edge and Finn Balor because I was in hysterics.
0: (laughs) That's true. You're right. Okay. Give me a minute. Okay. So, round two, Ms. Snoop. And I didn't appreciate that last night in my $100,000 suit that you made me fight Pat McAfee. Well, if you want, we could do it again. Any points? And look at, at that moment. Let me ask you, what names came to your head at all?
1: I don't know. I think I was just, I didn't go to trying to figure it out. I waited for music. You know, so I didn't, I didn't like think of anything in particular.
0: Last song I thought it would ever be was Here Comes the Money. (laughs) And the first thing I wrote to you was Jesus fucking Christ. Are you serious? I was mad. And then thirty seconds later, I wasn't mad. And I wrote back as many ha 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 ha's as I could, and I said, "Did he pull a Vince?" And I also wrote, "That's what you get." You wrote, "Nah." Well, news came out. He pulled a Vince. He, he fucking he, tore he, he a quad. Did. Listen, I'm still.
1: I am still gonna call work, and the only reason is. That would mean that everything Snoop did, he did on the fly. I have a hard time his high ass was able to pull that shit off.
0: Two things I could go with on that: one, uh, the the press conference, uh, Triple H brought that up. He goes, "It is a, a turn quad," and um, luckily Snoop's been in the business long enough, and he kind of he, he took it upon himself to go. I think he was supposed to get involved in the end and supposed okay. to punch Miz. That's what I think. Gotcha. And because he basically is saying he 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 knew that things need to get done and get finished, and I think that's kind of what he was alluding to. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, you're probably right. I would think you're right. That's probably more likely. But second, second could be someone a producer yelled at a ref and then turned and was like Snoop, go punch him in the fucking mouth twice. <laughs> <laughs> the first one was awesome because he like it was like a crossover. Like, he really connected. Right. But it was also a, a complete miss at the same point. It was one of my favorite... I To quote Marty, our buddy Marty, it was my favorite Shane McMahon moment ever. It was <laughs> fucking awesome, dude. And then, so, right here, now, Edge and Finn Balor are about to have their match. Now, before you even get into your... Uh, your part of what happens here. I said that this, you know, th- this match better live up to its standards. You know, we did have Triple H and Taker at WrestleMania, but the last WrestleMania hell in a cell was Shane McMahon and Undertaker. So let's at least make this good. And it's funny because edge is in all red type gear and Baylor is in some red, but a lot of purple gear. First, they start pulling out, canes singapore canes and they are red and purple yep color coordinated and then i see chairs and it's the same thing and i texted you and i said or you wrote when do the black lights come on (laughs) and i wrote dear lord if there is a purple table i actually was kind of kidding didn't think it was going to happen but it's what we got And it was just, all I could keep texting you was uh, the father. Let's see, uh, David Allen Greer's father in Boomerang. You coordinate. You got to (laughs) coordinate. You got to coordinate. All I could keep thinking about throughout the whole thing. Now, in this match, I texted you. Your mind was nowhere near it, but I texted you. I hate when they do. A stoppage during the middle of a match because someone's bleeding. What the fuck? Okay. Never mind. Yeah. I was wrong. Yeah. The dude got stables staples put in at ringside and an injection, like a numbing injection, to finish the match. Did you see a picture? I saw a picture. Yeah. It looked like a red river through the middle of his fucking head. Pretty much. Yeah, it's pretty gross. It was really gross. And I was like, never mind, no no no, y'all do you. I was wrong. Y'all know what you're doing. I see you. <laughs> so why don't you tell me what you were doing during the middle of uh, Hell in a <laughs> Cell?
1: Well, the first, thing, the first thing I said was... Trying
0: to watch WrestleMania, my phone's like... Dip, do-dip, do-dip, do-dip,
1: do-dip, do-dip, do-dip. <laughs> well, I'll get to that at the end. Um, I had the kids out with me because, you know, when they were watching, we were all watching together. They were big, You know, we were all big demon uh, Finn Balor fans. So I was like, he's going to do the entrance for the first time in a long time. And uh, they did Edge's entrance, and it was great because they started playing Slayer. And, you know, Xavier's like, are they playing Slayer? I'm like, yeah. And the entrance, the, <laughs> the mask was the mask. I
0: thought it was Metallica. Yeah, well, of I'm course. such an old man. I'm like, yeah. it's those people listening to their metal lick it,
1: it was Slayer. Uh, Edge's mask was dope. It was like a skull mask, but it was all mirrors. It was, yeah. it, it, it was, it was fantastic. And then they just stopped it and went into... Honesty, you know what I mean. It it just it ruined the whole thing. And Balor's entrance was very underwhelming. It it was yeah for
0: who he is, his uh known for demon all stuff. I gotta be honest, I liked it, but even his paint to me was like yeah. I was like, I've seen you do that.
1: Yeah, It, it it wasn't anything fancy. Um, Buster, uh, you know you haven't said anything, so maybe you didn't get it in time for the show. But uh, I did a little fact checking myself. Cole goes. Back in uh, 1997, Edge was part of a stable called The Brood. I'm like, the fuck he was? That was 98, you dumbass. Yep, and it's still yet to happen. So, yep, exactly. Um, at, when they when they brought out the uh, uh, the kendo sticks, I go, is that Rijo's pipe? <laughs> 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 um, Yeah, they basically made this match a, a promo for that new Exorcist movie. But at this point, I'm like... I basically got you to the point where by the time we got to the main event, you're like, all right, no more texting. Uh, what I did was I went on Twitter, and I was just looking at memes about Shane
0: McMahon. No, um, no, no. I didn't say no more texting. I said during the main, during event, the main event, no yeah, texting. Yeah, during the main event. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Um, during Hell in a Cell, you apparently I had could, no rules.
1: I, yeah, I, could, I couldn't I could help myself, dude. I The first one I saw was it was somebody holding like a drumstick, like a chicken drumstick, and it's like, Shane McMahon's ACL. And he just holds up the drumstick and all the meat just falls off onto the place, which, <laughs> which, just, a good one. which just kicked it off for me. And I was just, I I couldn't stop laughing. And I didn't tell my, like, I didn't tell Vinny. He's like, dad, what, what's so funny. I'm like, I'm like, I couldn't even answer him. And then I saw another one. It's a guy. He goes down the first, he hits the first step going down a flight of stairs and his ankle just rolls. He's like, Oh, Ninja. And he just rolls down the stairs. <laughs> so that one got me wrong. Um, and then the, the the last one was the one that just ruined me i i couldn't breathe i had to sit up i was i was in tears streaming down my face for those of you who are familiar with some pop culture cuz i i've seen this before in other videos there's a video it's like 5 seconds long of either a beaver or a marmot just screaming and and the quote was Shane McMahon's ACL 8 8 seconds <laughs> into the match <laughs> and it was the screaming I c- it's what you heard at the beginning of our episode, by the way.
0: <laughs> I couldn't, I could not stop laughing. Um, that one got me. That's the one that had me. The meat falling off the bone one was really good. <laughs> that shit was really funny because it didn't even have sound. It was just that. Um, but that one was the, uh, it, uh yeah. I. It, but again, my phone just kept going and going <laughs> and going, and I tweets. was like, this dude. I'm like, it's like he's upset with me, and he's just telling me how mad he is at me right now, like a girlfriend. <laughs> Jesus. I
1: did, I did tell you, I'm done. I can't stop crying.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, some of them were worth it, like that last one with the scream. The funniest thing, and I'm going to fast forward, you know, to the end of WrestleMania. Cody's laying in the ring, and someone not only brought in to night two of WrestleMania. But also threw into the ring and landed right next to Cody. A rubber chicken, a rubber chicken, and we're talking about the ones that when you squeeze they go. Ah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> someone put on. I, it was a meme that I ended up seeing that someone wrote. What's that in the ring? Someone wrote Shane McMahon's ACL. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so it ends up being his quad, but I called it. I called it. I got two things in our I called it bank. It's raining outside. That is you that... going to
1: tell me it's raining.
0: <laughs> Wait, the raining outside would have been me saying Cody's going to win WrestleMania eh. because everybody, including yourself, was on that bandwagon going, I like neck tattoos. Yay! I just thought they were going to pull the
1: trigger. They always say make him go home happy, but apparently not for fucking WrestleMania.
0: Have you ever seen WrestleMania 32? Yeah. Have you ever seen WrestleMania 33? Yeah. Or four. (laughs) Five, six, all of them, dude. Look it. I thought it was well done because you thought Solo was done. Usos are gone. There's no way. And then he comes back at the very end. I liked it. I thought it it was well done. The match
1: was fantastic. The match was fantastic. The hope spots, the ups, the downs. They started slow. They finished fast. Uh, Pacing was great. I think everything was good. And I'm even down with the story. Let the rain keep going on. Roman Reigns post-match conference, uh, you know, the way he said, you know, I'm not making you McDonald's. I'm making you filet mignon. I thought it was great. Um, I just, I didn't like the whole, I get what you're saying. And I do agree with it to a point where it was the whole solo's gone and then he comes back just to me it was it was so quick it was just like oh thumb spike you're down
0: yeah. you know it just eh <laughs> it's funny because I loved the press conference you know not now you're pretty close to being at a thousand days <laughs> that's what you're worried about you <laughs> We're way past that. Like, we're already thinking about WrestleMania 40. Yeah. What do you. And they were like, We thought about a thousand days at day 800, the way him and Heyman played it off. It was great. And then, oh my God, he was hysterical when he goes, I'll do one more. Uh, I'll do one more question for you guys. And he goes, You're so nice, my tribal chief. He goes, Thank you. He goes, You're <laughs> welcome, my tribal chief. I go, This is fucking awesome. I love how Heyman plays into Roman best thing that I could say hey maybe don't go on an AEW pay-per-view and take Triple H's throne and try and hit it with a sledgehammer I don't think you're gonna win a world championship that way
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's fucked just like his dad was
0: oh my god I hope he comes out on Monday Night Raw on yellow polka dots that'd be fucking great it's my polka dots baby (laughs) all right it's been long enough let's go to the table (laughs) Just bring it, bitch! Oh my gosh. god! Yeah, I can be a kid sometimes. I like to still enjoy certain fun pranks, jokes. I, uh, I. So, long story short, we were leaving the Airbnb and we're set up back in the RV, back on the old in-laws' land. Well, while we were trying to clean out the Airbnb, I went and told my wife. Or I, I, so while we were cleaning out the Airbnb We had the dog staying with the in-laws Just so we wouldn't have to keep Once you wipe hair It's just gonna keep falling down Sure Right So in the morning Saturday morning I go over to The house I feed the girls I come back And I was just awake So I was I Ended up trying to Fast forward through Some of the wrestling That was going on The night before On Friday night Super card of honor And my wife Texts me and says, hey, you didn't come back to bed. And I go upstairs and I go, yeah, let me tell you why. I just went to your parents' house. Giant puddle of fucking piss all over the floor. All over the floor. She goes, what? I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Next to six piles of puke. On carpet. All over the place. She goes, oh my God, did you clean it all? I go, kinda? She goes, Oh my God. And I go, April Fools. It was a good one. It was a good way to start the day, man. Yeah, like I'm sure
1: it was a great way to start the day. Spot.
0: Yeah, it was awesome. I tried getting you during the middle of uh, WrestleMania, I think, at one point. I go, by the way, come Monday. Long story short, and I'll have to explain to you another time, but that boy and myself, we kind of talk things over, and he knows about the shit we've talked about him on the air. And he's coming on to confront us. And you were silent for like seven minutes. And I go, This motherfucker, I just said, Are you watching WrestleMania Live? And you said, Yup. And I text right away and then you go silent for seven minutes. And I go, Well, that's a dick thing, but all right. And then finally a couple minutes later it goes by. A meme. April Fool's. Alright, yeah, all right, fine, whatever, it was worth a shot.
1: Hey, yeah, you called your shot. You missed. It's all right. You you don't you don't score unless you shoot.
0: Thanks, Michael Scott, quoting Wayne, Wayne Gretzky. Gretzky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right. What's your table holding?
1: Table holding. Well, uh, you don't. Luckily, the camera doesn't go that low. Uh, so, uh, kayfabe pal, uh, we're gonna do time travel because uh, I watched Monday Night Raw, or I'm planning to watch Monday Night Raw. Listen, I, I can't stand <laughs> watching that goddamn three hour show, but I mean, it seems lately you get bigger things happening on the Raw after Mania than you do at Mania. I one of the things I texted you was you something- say
0: that, but at, <clears throat> as of late, I feel like the last two have been duds. One was during pandemic shit. Well, one after that. I mean, I really your biggest returns were like a Bobby Lashley. Nothing really big has, has been happening on not recently, Raw after perhaps,
1: Mania. but. You know, it is the Triple H era. Well, sort of, I guess. I don't even know anymore. But, you know, again, there's been talk about Jay White. I'm just wondering if Jay White's going to show up. I guess that's what I'm interested in. You know, uh, they'll get me to list. They'll get me to watch uh, whether or not I'll be happy or pissed. We'll find out. Uh, Didn't
0: uh, Retribution form a night after Mania? I have no idea. <laughs> T-Boz, Left Eye. T-Boz
1: and Left Eye. Yeah, they were just fucking shadows on a videotape of them just burning stuff down.
0: We are here to take your city over, but really, I don't know. I was trying to do the yeah, muffle. no, it that's, didn't work. that's fine. Get that off no, the table. Can I, can I try it again? No. Can do it again? No, no. All right, hey, ma'am. Any historical facts you want to bring to the table
1: on this day in history? Kind of stuff. Well, I can tell you what probably happened is Macho Man probably got another fucking check from Slim Jim's.
0: Ooh yeah! Snap into it. Let's snap into the wars. Marty,
1: you've got to come back with me.
0: Where? Back to the future. Wait a minute, Doc. Well, what are you talking about? What happens to us in the future? What, we become assholes or something? Give me a hell yeah! You want a war? You're going to get me. Mick Foley is going to win their world title. Has been paid for by the new world order. Come on, Vince. Step into the ring. My God, the Battle Lions have been drawn! The generation X invades WCW today! Austin 316 says, I just whipped your ass! Have a nice day! You work for oh ya! Yeah. Gentlemen, Nitro is on, and we're in Miami, and you're looking live outside. You can see clearly that out back here at the Miami Arena, the Macho Man is down. He's been injured. This happened just a few moments ago. Our cameras were dispatched outside, and just right as we go on the air. But as you can see, the Macho Man apparently, and I don't want to speculate too much, very seriously injured here. Tony Schiavone, Mike today. Larry Zabisco, this is the last thing in the world we expected, guys, to see him down like this. He ain't lying. Syracuse, New York, what the hell's going on? I'm going to make this short and sweet. If
1: you came to see the grumpy old man sticking the joint up, you came to the wrong place. Young and hungry, baby. This is Degeneration X,
0: and we're getting jiggy with it. Last week it was, and we're here to rip ass on the World Wrestling Federation. This week it's, we're getting jiggy with it. No, 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 no. Who's giving him these lines? Does he have a free microphone?
1: Yeah, I don't know. It was uh it's, it was pretty bad. Yeah.
0: I all right, maybe you're a little rusty on the mic. You haven't been on a little bit there, kid. <laughs> but all right. <laughs> I am naturally I'm talking about X Pac, Six Pac, and here we go. It's the wars. It's April sixth, nineteen ninety eight. No pay per view.
1: No pay per view. Two weeks in a row. Thank God for the small miracles. All right, April 6th, 1998, uh, Raw. Em- I just said that. Emanating, I always repeat it. Have you not caught on yet? It's a thing I do. Thanks for kayfabing it, you son of a bitch. We're in Syracuse, uh, New York. There's a large contingency of Marines in the crowd. We get a recap of Austin <laughs> and McMahon from last week. Uh, McMahon opens up the show coming to the ring. Austin chance. Saw a sign that said Vince is a mag. Yeesh. Oh. Yeah, yeah.
0: I was like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Got it. Thank you. Uh, Vince says he second-guessed his decision to have Austin arrested. He had him released later that night. And Austin learned the hard way. He'll no longer be a beer-swilling, hand-gesturing champ. Uh, This may be the proudest moment in my career. We're going to see a new and improved Austin. All right. First match of the night, Dan Severin with Jim Cornette versus Flash Funk. Cornette and Severin are, are holding four different belts. Uh, one of them is the NWA world title. I'm guessing some of them were MMA titles. Uh, we see a Severn hype package. Severn wins with an armbar. Doesn't let go after the bell. That's that. Armbar. Armbar. Next we see DX shown in the back. they heading to the ring. Uh, they actually refer to X-Pac as X-Pac for the first time. Uh, Dog do, Road Dog does his ladies and gentlemen intro in the ring for the first time uh, with DX. Um, at one point... One of, it was I don't know, I couldn't tell if it was Kevin Kelly or uh, Michael Cole. I think it was Michael Cole. <laughs> he ain't lying. <laughs> it was great. Uh, X, X-Pac did, uh, aside from the getting jiggy with it line, he did have a good one. He said, if you came to see the grumpy old men stinking up the joint, you're in the wrong place. Uh, Triple H naturally does a cock reference. Two words for you. And there you go. Uh, after that, we see DX backstage messing around with a stagehand. They beat him down. They put, like, one of the oil bins over his head. They knock over the fence and can't get it to stand back up afterwards. That was the fucking, probably the funniest part of the whole thing. Next, you get Steve Blackman versus Brian Christopher. Tennessee Lee joins commentary. Uh, he's teasing a surprise. Uh, Blackman sees Lee, uh, runs him down from the, from the apron. The big teased surprise is Jeff Jarrett, the greatest showman, the greatest musician, the greatest wrestler in the world, is going to have a concert. And Sawyer Brown's going to be backing him up. Who?
0: <sighs> I don't know. I was more thinking that he was going to be like, and he's going to be doing a live horse performance. He's Kinky Kelly. Well, we're, not in, sexy we're, not, stud. we're not in
1: Tijuana. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Clerks, too. Good pull.
1: Uh, yeah, that was basically it. After he said that, Tennessee Lee just bounces. Blackman wins. Um, He says, "Bring Tennessee Lee said, bring the lights down and introduce Jeff Jarrett. Blackman is focused on Lee. Lights come back up. Jarrett's in the ring behind Blackman with the guitar. Says, ain't I great on the back of it? Smashes it over Blackman's head. Now that's a smash hit. I get the pun. I, I see. I got yeah, it. It's a pun for the whole family. Uh, DX in the back again, they see DOA's motorcycle Triple H dares all of them to w- take a piss on their bikes, and they do. Cole goes, well, they got my attention. Ah, I always figured there was something up with you. Uh, yeah, and then they...
0: He likes wet work. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they uh, And then, of course, uh, <clears throat> they make the, the joke of better to be whizzed on than you know, instead of better to be pissed off and pissed on. <laughs> okay, great.
0: Thanks for spelling it out. Yep,
1: exactly. Oh, it's just like the WWF to do so. Cactus Jack <laughs> comes to the ring. He's in a neck break. This was a, a long winded promo, but it was basically cactus turning heel and saying, you know, funk's not here. He must be in pretty bad shape. If he has, isn't here. Uh, I gave you every bit of energy I had. I laid there. And as I laid there, you chanted Austin's name. Uh, I'm 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 willing to give you to accept a group apology from you guys. fucking dead silent. And he goes, "It's not worth it anymore. It's going to be a long time before you see Cactus Jack in the ring again." And he basically just walks away with his tail tucked between his legs. It
0: was awesome. Yeah, I mean, because I like where this goes. I it took me a minute as soon as it started, I had to start thinking about it and I remember um I like this show. This this show was pretty Uh, storyline-ish heavy for the fact of coming out of last week's episode, coming out of WrestleMania. Like, this week, if they did whatever happens on the WrestleMania, or the Raw after WrestleMania, it's big, it's huge, whatever happens. The week later usually doesn't follow up necessarily storyline-wise. It's just some big uh, returns, and yay. Biggest thing that's going to happen is Braun Breaker showing up on Raw, I promise you, but... For this one right here, they're keeping it going, especially for this right here. So I like it.
1: Yep. I mean, especially since we know where it's going. So that always helps. Yeah. All right. Uh, we get a recap of Fruit getting jumped out by the nation, and they show video uh, that was shot by the nation earlier in the day. It's basically just Fruit getting jumped backstage or in the parking lot. Uh, next, we get Rock uh, versus Owen for the IC title. Uh, he does say, finally, the People's Champion has come back to Syracuse. Love that we're starting to see the normal catchphrases that we're used to hearing um rough sends the nation to the back uh rock hits a people's elbow and i don't remember if it's the first time they've called it the people's elbow
0: i think it's the first time they've actually said it because they definitely didn't say it at uh right
1: yeah okay uh owen gets the sharpshooter on china runs in hits owen in the back with a bat uh obviously it was the most gimmick bat ever because it sounded like getting hit with a wiffle ball bat
0: I was going to say, you heard the plastic. Yeah, pop.
1: of course. Um, and JR with the line of the night. What a vile attack by that Amazon. <laughs> okay. All right, JR. All right. So we're heading into the war zone. Vince gets accompanied to the ring by the police. We get more Austin Chance. Uh, they showed that shot of commentary where you can see the crowd behind him. And somebody mm-hmm. right there had Al Snow's head. They must have been selling it at ECW shows.
0: <laughs> or he just bought one of his own and created that it. is
1: that is very very true <clears throat> that certainly could have happened uh
0: but still yes i see what you're I'm, i I got yeah. you
1: so another thing that i spotted and this isn't going to mean anything to anyone outside of this area uh, of rochester and uh western new york is you know they the
0: marines had, who beat up sean no, well
1: besides that uh they had you know ads you know banner ads in the arena one of them was for tully's mm-hmm. That's oh, one nice. in Henrietta, yeah. yeah. I just thought it
0: was cool. That's true.
1: Yeah. Uh, Vince says, we're going to introduce a new and improved champ. Austin comes out. He's wearing a suit and tie, but he still has the Austin hat on. Uh, a commentary he's putting over. Oh, my God, Austin's gone corporate. Uh, he goes to climb the buckle, and he looks at Vince, yeah. and Vince kind of waves him off. Um, you know, Mm-mm. We don't do that as a champ. Yeah, exactly. No, right. right.
0: And then just puts his fist um, in the air like, yeah. hello, everybody. Yep, pretty much. It, it was kind of like... <laughs> Like we did, like the nation kind of fist in the air, like a yeah. "Hello, everybody!" And that's it. Yeah, pretty much. And,
1: and yeah,
0: I remember watching this live because I had this recorded on VHS for the fact because certain things you remember when you record whatever. I remember this one because I thought something big was happening. Oh yeah, that was it. Well, you you weren't. It was funny to see because uh, this whole thing playing out was one of my favorite promos. Go ahead.
1: So uh, Vince says, I am overwhelmed. This is the first step to you becoming the greatest champ ever. Small step for Austin, great leap for WWF. Um, you'll remember the meetings we had where we talked about attire. It's a work in progress, I see, but uh, where are the Gucci shoes I got you? And Austin says, oh, there are two tights I just put on my boots. Vince takes the hat off of Austin. Says, nice hat, doesn't go with the suit. He throws it in the crowd. Austin so nonchalantly goes, that was a damn good hat. i love that just that you know those little things right um it's
0: the earlier stages of his funny side oh yeah like we see it really well in like 2001 with him and kurt and all that shit with the invasion angle definitely but this is this is great right here
1: uh austin says how can a redneck from texas compete with the owner of a million dollar company born with a silver spoon in his mouth uh, and he says, hey, can, can you have one of the cops take a picture of us? He pulls out one of the cameras that that lady at WrestleMania had.
0: <laughs> yep.
1: Uh, you know, the old Austin would tell you to take this camera and stick it up your ass. New Austin, I'm telling you to get it developed because it's the last time you're going to see me wearing a suit. Rips everything off. He's just down to his trunks. Uh, and he says, hey, remember what I've been telling you? DTA, nut shots Vince, takes a picture, and bounces.
0: One more thing. Duck hits him right in the dick. (laughs) Takes the picture of it. Love it. It was great.
1: Uh, DOA comes into the ring. Uh, Promo on DX for pissing on their bikes. Come fight us. All right. We got a recap of the Luna Sable feud, and that leads to Luna having a mixed gender match against Matt Knowles, who is the skinniest jobber ever. Goldust just beats the shit out of him before the bell rings. Uh, King actually says it's a callback to the Kaufman days. Thought that was cool. That was interesting. Yeah, very interesting. Bell rings. Luna slaps Knowles' flying headbutt for the win. Somehow, this is preparation for the nightgown match. That's how they're selling it. Makes sense, I guess. I can't wait. Yeah. Valvinus vignette is next, our second one. He says Nicholson went home with the Oscar. He can't compare to me. His new film is as hard as it gets, and he rises to the occasion on this one. Val Venus is coming.
0: <laughs> I see what you're and, doing. Uh, hey, I didn't
1: do it. I'm just reading what they put out there. Uh, next you get...
0: No, I'm at him. I didn't yeah, mean okay. you. I, I get what you're doing. I'm at, I'm at Mr. Venus. Okay.
1: Next you get Marrow versus Shamrock. DX has accepted DOA's challenge, they mention. Mero cuts a promo, says, Hey, Sable, I allowed you to have the spotlight at Mania, and i get the hell out of my face. You're pathetic. Stable heads to the back, Nation runs in, Shamrock powders, grabs a chair, which forces the Nation to powder, uh, but Henry sneaks up on Shamrock, hits a belly-to-belly in a splash. D'Lo hits the frog splash, and Rock runs down Shamrock. Keeping that going. Back from the break, you hear the bell toll taker comes to the ring. They mention you're going to hear from Kane and Bear via satellite. Kevin Kelly's in there and says, you know, will your body be able to go through that punishment again? Uh, King not found out I'm not just his brother, but the Lord of Darkness. Uh, brings up the Inferno match. King does the Beavis and Butthead fire fire. I forgot he did that there for a while.
0: It's hysterical for the fact that like, it's like like me at forty trying to do a fucking TikTok dance. You know what I mean? He's over yeah. here, whatever he age, age his he is at. He's like ah, fire. We're like ah, oh, go to bed, Grandpa.
1: Right. Uh, I don't even know. I think back then still popped for it probably, but he's also the same guy that said puppies a lot. So what are you going to do? No one else was doing that.
0: I was all right with that.
1: (laughs) So uh, the lights go out and we go to a remote of Bear and Kane. They're in the graveyard where Taker's parents are buried, where uh, Taker gave his Academy award-winning performance. Kane destroys the tombstones, pours gas on the graves. I did. I don't. Excuse me. Rooney. (laughs) I don't know. I heard
0: that. I was like, yo, get that shit out. I know, right?
1: I don't know why they did it this way. You you would think that Bear could have just lit a match and threw it down and everything would have caught on fire. They apparently thought it was better for Bear to light a piece of flash paper, hand it to Kane, so he could throw it.
0: Who's been dealing with the gasoline. Yeah, why, why, why did you?
1: Okay. And they light the graves on fire. That's it. Your main event, unfortunately, is DX, specifically Triple H and the New Age Outlaws versus the three members of DOA, so a six-man tag. X-Pac joins commentary. Triple H wins with a pedigree, pockets a chair, they take DOA out, uh, tie chains to the rope, and then LOD2000 makes the save.
0: Because they have shorts. One does. One does, yeah. yeah. That's why it makes them 2000.
1: And, and, and the snowmobiling helmets. Outstanding.
0: Well, let's go to Nitro. Let's go to
1: Nitro. Starts with uh, a shot of the arena, the parking lot. Uh, an ambulance pulls up. Macho's down. Liz looking over him, concerned. Uh, they put a neck brace on. him. Commentary says, you can see Liz's makeup running. No, you can't, but okay. Uh, opens up with Psychosis, La Parca, and El Dandy versus not three nondescript Asians. Okay. They don't do the intro package with the, the actual video package or the fireworks until 10 minutes into the show. Uh, and we get our next match. It's Disco Pillow Biter versus Booker T for the TV title. Booker wins.
0: Which ones are the Pillow Biters?
1: <laughs> the Butt Pirates. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ. Can we at least say that we're not going to protest? Exactly. You know.
1: There you go. Let me get my uh, collapsible placard. Um, the Nitro Girls are dressed as Latin dancers. A,
0: have we? We? I know we've talked about it maybe a little bit here and there, but I don't think we've ever really broke that movie down. We may have to at some point. Wow. It's you just know, we've got
1: some open slots for movie of the week, so
0: we we do. It's so good, fantastic. But just don't wear the shirt of that movie. That yeah. Week. Don't be that don't guy. Be that guy. Don't be that guy. Yeah.
1: So the Nitro Girls are dressed as Latin dancers. Zabisco goes, well, it really makes me want a banana. Hey, Larry, you might want to rethink that one.
0: Uh, <laughs> I don't think that means what you think it <laughs> means, Larry. Right. I do uh, have to say, you know, after hearing some of the highlights and stuff, I didn't realize that uh, Stacy Keebler was a Nitro girl at one point.
1: Uh, I didn't know that either, and I've looked at the name yeah. list of names before.
0: Yeah, no, it it got brought up as uh, one of her like things when she first got into oh, WCW. Yeah, or, or auditioned to be at least. Oh, so, uh, okay. Yeah, thought that was gonna, there you go. Yeah, onto uh, well, yeah, the banana and Larry, <laughs>
1: and then he, of course he repeats it. Someone get me a banana, Jesus, Larry. I st- yeah.
0: I don't even know where he's going with I, this. Yeah,
1: he was trying too hard and it failed miserably. He was getting jiggy with it. What's he gonna do to the banana?
0: Yeah. I kind of feel sorry for the banana. You don't
1: want to You don't want it.
0: And Larry. Know. Yeah, you don't want know.
1: <laughs> you get a quick macho NWO drama hype package, then Lenny Lane versus Kidman. Kidman wins. Jeans on the ramp. He goes, "I I know spring break. I was out there with the loincloth and the copper tone, pal."
0: The loincloth, apparently. What's a loincloth?
1: Uh like what Tarzan would wear. You know, a little leather thing that oh. covers the uh, jungle area.
0: Yep. Oh, yep. I had no idea. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> that's you. <it. laughs> that's you. You might as well just keep there going. We I'm keep doing this for we go. Gene next pulls minutes. in J.D.
1: Dillon to a bunch of booze. Uh, we have additional taping showing Savage getting jumped. We can't show; it's an ongoing investigation. Uh, Gene says, how's it going to affect Sting and Macho at Spring Stampede? And goes, J.J. Dillon says, well, it's too early to tell. Uh, We want to know who's responsible, and right now that's what's most important. Okay, if you say so. Norman Smiley versus Conan with Vincent. Vatos Locos and meat sauce for life. Conan wins. 37 minutes into the show, Macho is finally put into the ambulance.
0: They got everybody in the ambulance quicker after the NWO beat down right. with Ray going into the, the trailer. He's just one man. Yeah. He must have really been fighting him off. He must have. Who did
1: it? He must have. Who did it? What did, he say? <laughs> what did he say? We get a recap of DDP chasing down Raven through the crowd last week. Uh, next, you get Bagwell versus DDP for the U.S. title, even though DDP doesn't have the physical title. Uh, about halfway through the match or towards the end of the match, Raven's in the crowd. Uh, calling out DDP, so Paige just runs him down and gets counted out. Bagwell grabs the mic, he says. He tells the announcer, hey, grab the title. I want it. Uh, DDP comes back in, hits a cutter on Bagwell, and there's your pop. Leads us into hour two, where they show footage of what happened to Macho, because apparently the ongoing investigation was pretty quick, You know, because 15 minutes ago they said they couldn't show it yet. Uh, it shows a Viper, a Dodge Viper, squealing out of the parking lot, Vincent and Disciple are there, and they say, hey, this is NWO business. Back off. Uh, Disciple actually grabs Liz by the neck and goes, he's not so macho now, is he? Damn, man. Poor Liz.
0: You got to go at him like that. Luger's
1: beating her at home. Disciple's grabbing her by Jesus. the neck at Nitro. He's fucking terrible. Hogan and NWO come to the ring. Uh, she
0: didn't have a good last couple of days, huh?
1: <laughs> no outsiders there. uh Hogan says, as far as Hall goes, we ain't got to take no survey tonight. Family, business, me and my giant Nash are going to beat Piper and Giant at the pay-per-view. Um, Nash is going to be facing Sting for the title tonight. There's no power struggle takeover. take over, blah, 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 blah. Pretty much. All right. Next, we get Hammer versus mm-hmm. Goldberg. Uh, Tanay does say 68 consecutive victories. Okay. Well, make that 69. Goldberg holds off the flock. Saturn puts the rings on hammer and shoves Kidman. Apparently, uh, Saturn's not too happy with how Goldberg has been punking the flock.
0: Yo, breaking news. Someone just sent me a text. I'll give it to you. Thank you, Spada. Bushwhacker Butch died.
1: Wow. Damn. There was a tweet saying he was in rough shape the other day. Um, Oh, really? I didn't even know that. You know, and again, I yeah I didn't put it in the news just because it was uh you know that was the only thing that I saw uh, is that he wasn't you know
0: sure. doing well but well, Butch, here's to you. Whoa!
1: Yeah!
0: Didn't you get licked by I'm one of them? I'm going to come over to your house and like when you were younger. I'm going to go lick your head right now. No, very close. I wanted oh, okay. to.
1: You did sneak one of those fish heads though out of the out of the bucket though, didn't you? Oh,
0: sardines. <laughs> 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 Um, like a night with some of my old girlfriends. I'm just kidding. Oh God. Yours. I yeah, no.
1: Going back to nitro jeans in the ring with Piper. Do we
0: need a technical (laughs) difficult?
1: Thankfully this isn't smell vision. Jeans in the ring with Piper. Piper says, you know, I fought a transvestite once called gold dust, beat him until his girdle fell off and made a man out of him. Jesus Piper.
0: Okay. All right. We're not censoring the Nitro side of stuff. That's, I know, right? Next, WWE's like, as long as it wasn't on our programming, whatever they did was them. That's okay. We'll air it on the Peacock. Just,
1: I know, right? It's amazing. They get
0: it in blackface every day. We don't care. Yep.
1: Pretty much. Next, we get Eddie with Chavo versus Ultimo Dragon. Uh, Eddie tells Chavo, you know, Grandma called me practically crying. They didn't let her into the potluck, potluck club last night. They returned her pot of menudo. Uh, they said they don't allow grandparents Whose grandkids are losers Uncle Mondo is fuming He was kicked out of the lowrider club Because you're a loser You're going to face Ultimo Dragon You're going to get experience uh, It was supposed to be Eddie So instead it's it's Chavo He's not even dressed for it And uh, he tells him to apologize to Grandma again Which he does uh, Dragon wins with the sleeper And Eddie just slaps Chavo And runs him down post-match
0: Sorry Abuelito yeah. <laughs> Abuelita
1: Cross yeah. enough. Next, you get Barry Darso she versus Luger. Uh, Darso pulls up at the uh, upset of the victor of uh, the century. No, he didn't. Luger won. Hour three. Two weeks ago, they show on Thunder uh, Bulldog and Anvil versus the NWO and the attack on Anvil last week. Uh, so we get Kurt Hennig with Brian Adams uh, versus Bulldog and Anvil. Uh, let's see. Uh, root interferes naturally. Hennig hits the Hennig plex for the win. Beatdown commences. Brett makes the save. Uh, what a waste of a signing this has been.
0: Of all the things that you continuously do in a storyline each week is build this out. Yeah. That's it. That's what you're doing. Like I get it. And you know, what? if Brett wasn't coming in hot off of being screwed off a of world title situation, if he just naturally came over and you had him in a family situation, cool, fine. I'm all for this, but You're right. It's a waste of assigning its dog shit. It's great because Brett does get on the mic. He goes,
1: throw me a freaking bone.
0: (laughs) Where'd to go, a-holes.
1: And he goes, and then he follows it up again. Let me make this clear one last time. Let's hope so.
0: I like to get screwed. Screwing. Screwed. Brett doesn't screw Brett. I screw people. I put screwing into things.
1: He says the days of ganging up on guys is over, and then almost like they were fucking pulling a rib on him. The NWO music plays for like half a second. (laughs) It's like they were taunting him. I'm like, no, it's not.
0: (laughs) No, 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 go out. You know, you have the mic. Go ahead. No, no, we're not gonna do anything. I promise. I promise. We're not gonna touch anything. You're good. You're good.
1: All right. Next we get Jericho vers. Hoovy. Jericho's on the mic. He says he dedicates this episode of Monday Night Jericho to Malenko. Tells Dean, please come back. And then he calls Prince Ayukai Prince Nakamaki or something like that. <laughs> he goes, "What have you done? To, what have you done to deserve a title shot? You can't even afford wrestling boots." <laughs> and then he just I, randomly I, he was talking about his Lover Boy tape the other day, and then tonight he says, "Yeah, and, I, and after that I am gonna rock down to Electri- Electric Avenue and take it higher." I mean, it's a good tune.
0: We're going to rock on to. Yeah, great jam.
1: Uh Jericho wins uh, another nice reversal. Uh, reverses the Rana into Lion Tamer. Um, it, it was really weird the way they did this because it made Ikea look even more like a bitch. I was listening to an old episode mm-hmm. uh, where Ikea and Ray fought and Ikea won, but afterwards it's like, here, Ray, you really fought harder. You should have this title. I'm like, what? Remember that shit? What a bitch. You do. So basically, what happens is, Hoovy taps out, but then he waves it off. I didn't know you could do that. The commentary calls it out. So like he tapped. No wait, wait he you waved mean, it like, off.
0: Tapping like sorry, no, I didn't really, I didn't mean to.
1: Yeah, apparently, yeah, that's what he did. Uh, but then it doesn't matter because Ayukaya comes down and throws in the towel. Interesting. That's not the word I would use, but we'll go with it. Next, you get Big Papa Pump with Vincent versus Sick Boy. Vincent's carrying a tro- a trophy. They don't know what it is. I'm guessing it's a bodybuilding trophy. That would be my guess. Steiner wins. All right, so I. this is the same old shit for the main event. There were aspects that I like, though. All right, so you get Nash, who's with Conan, which makes sense, versus staying for the world title. Nash has Macho's shirt on. It's the one where he's, like, behind bars.
0: The bars, Yep. yep.
1: And Nash says, you know, Hogan came out here and, as usual, ran his mouth for 45 minutes. He ain't lying. (laughs) He says, I've got a completely different view. Red and yellow Viper was somebody's colors a few years back. No mystery who the wheel man was. That's why I'm wearing this man's shirt tonight. You got to be careful, though, because if I wear your shirt too long, you get fired.
0: <laughs> Shit. Yeah, it was.
1: Yep, yeah, that's right. That's because
0: he was wearing the, the, the six shirt for quite some time.
1: Yep, 100%. Uh, Hogan says, I'm going to bring the belt back to him. Oh, when I went it, the only place it's going around is around my sexy waist. Hollywood, you keep doing what you're doing. Good chance I grab the bat and beat the hell out of all three of you. So match commences. Sting gets the death lock on. Conan helps Nash to the ropes. Uh, Conan comes in the ring, he gets caught behind Nash, they both eat a Stinger splash. Uh, Stinger hits two more to Nash. Nash tries to hit the power bomb, but his bat goes out, and then Hogan just runs in, it's a DQ. Nash throws Hogan off, shoves him. Sting goes after Hogan and Nash. NWO runs in. Uh, Piper and Giant run in and clear the ring. Hogan and Nash jaw, Nash is being held back by the NWO, and we'll see you live on Thursday on Thunder.
0: I don't get the thought process of having every match every week as your main event end in a DQ. Uh-huh. With everybody out there. Like one to two a year that don't. Yeah, yeah and it's a schmazz every time with a bunch of different people.
1: Every single week without fail.
0: Yep. It's, yeah, can't even really defend it in any way. Like, you could try to and be like, well, the... Storyline's not ending right because no one got pinned, so you have to tune in next week to see what happens. You know what's gonna happen? You're gonna have another goddamn fight at the end of this match, and no one's gonna. You win. can just
1: watch the beginning of Nitro on whatever week it is and catch the recap of what happened on the main event last week and and get enough information. Just
0: like we do with Nitro right now and Thunder. Yeah,
1: pretty much. <laughs> you know what? You know, I was actually thinking about something funny the other day. We we always been talking about Bray Wyatt when we talk about Bray Wyatt. Talking about pretty much, I think you and I are in agreement that the favorite is. The Cape Fear Bray Wyatt. What if people don't understand the reference?
0: Oh, that's a good idea. You know what? I don't know. I thought I had something that was going to go after that. You know what? And I was like, yeah, well, hang on. Is it boo or is it better to not say anything? You know what I mean? I'm glad you stopped yourself.
1: You showed amazing restraint.
0: Because I could have made something. Oh, I'm I'm sure. You know, it's kind of like. Spaghetti uh, pot wall. Well, there's that. But it's like uh, it reminds me of um, in the office when they trick Michael into coming into the conference room because they want to talk to him about marrying Holly. Mm. And they go, hey, you called for a meeting in the conference room? He goes, oh, uh, yeah. And he walks in and he goes, <clears throat> so recycling, everybody. And just jumps right in. I was about to just try that right there. And I go, you know what? And I was like, you have nothing. Why are you going to attempt this? And I go, you're going to I should fall. have burned down the
1: place when I had the chance. <laughs>
0: I love that. Okay, no. But you did make the reference of Bray Wyatt and his best character really was a playoff. Of the movie Cape Fear. Now, I want to let you take the reins on this ODM, but I do have to say something that's pretty funny. So I didn't officially get to see this movie until about 2010. Okay. Let's say. <laughs> and it was because we had a conversation with my father-in-law. And he was like, you haven't seen that? I go, no, surprisingly. And he's like, De Niro, Nick Nolte, check it out. Okay. And so the uh, we decided to rent it because at this point, if I'm not mistaken, no, no, yeah. So what happened is we rent bought it on what was Time Warner's pay-per-view thing. Do you know that if you just see the words Cape Fear... You should maybe look at it. Make sure it's the one you were looking to watch. Just double check. Because it was Cape Fear from 1939 or whatever fucking Uh, year. I think
1: it was was 62, but close.
0: (laughs) Well, I was like, so when does this thing turn from the black and white into color? Because this is really weird. We're 15 minutes in. I don't see Nolte or De Niro. What the fuck are we watching? We realize we ordered the wrong one. Gotcha. Then began the other one. Just a great story behind watching that one. You know, I. you heard my rec room for a dream story. You know, then there's this one right yeah. here. So I got some fun ones. Uh, but this one, god damn well played by De Niro. Oh, yeah. I think this is one of my favorite performances by him. A lot of people like Raging Bull. I think it's meh. Nah, it's long. Be, okay it's long. It's
1: long. It's It's a good movie.
0: Yeah. I think Pesci plays a better spot in the movie than he does. Yeah. Uh, wow. But anyway, that's neither here nor yeah. there. This movie, I think, was done great. And it, it, break it all down, please.
1: Yeah. So you had mentioned that this is a remake, you know. Uh, but it is directed by Scorsese. Excuse me. Uh, it does have Robert De Niro, Nick Nolte, Jessica Lange, Juliette Lewis, um, and actually, you know what? Uh, Gregory Peck has a a little role in it too. Gregory Peck, I believe, was in the original.
0: He is in the there original.
1: So pretty cool, you know. Uh yeah, this is, you know, again, if you haven't seen it, Robert De Niro plays Max Cady and, you know, it is is very much what Bray Wyatt's, you know, Swamp character was. It was that very maniacal kind of character. Um I'm going to I'm going to get to this part first. I want to get it out of the way. Uh as you know, I'm a huge Simpsons fan. There is a Simpsons episode, and I believe it's called Cape Fear. Uh, They use the same music, and the music they use in the 91 version is the music from the original. It's fantastic. It works. It plays throughout the movie. Um, But that Simpsons episode, if if you've never seen it, uh, fucking watch it. It's fantastic. Uh, They really do such a great...
0: Sideshow Bob? Uh,
1: Yep, yep, yep.
0: I have, yes, I have. So,
1: you know, the opening scene of both are the same pretty much. It's Max Cady is in prison, and he's like, you know... Got his arms on his hands on like the, the two beds and he's just doing push ups and his back is all tattooed. He turns around, his front is all tattooed. You can see he's got books and stuff. Um so basically what this is is Nick Nolte is a lawyer. Um they actually show him kind of uh, flirting. He's not having an affair, he's not sleeping with, you know, his paralegal or whatever, uh, but he is spending time with her under the radar. Right,
0: you know, and you know, and he's he is thinking about her in the bathroom okay
1: when his wife okay. goes to yes. sleep. Very good. Or in the basement behind the furnace, wherever works for you. Um <laughs> So basically
0: sometimes just right next to <laughs> your wife, really, really quiet.
1: Sometimes sometimes well yeah, you know, right? why are the sheets a mess? Don't worry about it. Um so, Robert De Niro is, is... Why did you just grunt? <laughs> Robert De Niro... I'm going to sleep. <laughs> okay, we're, we're getting way too off the fucking rails here. Robert De Niro just gets out of jail. Max Cady gets out of jail. Uh, and he starts showing up around Nick Nolte and his family. Uh, you come to find out that Nick Nolte convicted Max Cady. I'm sorry, Sam Bowden is Nick Nolte's character. I keep bouncing between fucking stage names and fucking character names here. Uh, but Max Cady was put away uh, by Sam Bowden. And there was some shenanigans. Right. So basically, Max Cady, apart from just being a complete fucking psychopath, has learned all about the law and everything. So basically what happens is he's able to terrorize Sam Bound's family without breaking any laws. Uh, And Sam Bound keeps, you know,
0: he didn't defend him. He was. He was. <sighs> yeah, you're right. You're, you
1: are right. Yes, he did defend him. And basically, what happened? Yes, because thank that's you one of the things yeah. he's realizing. Yes.
0: yeah, is because he left out a piece he of feels evidence. that Nolte, yeah, didn't yep. uh, defend him well enough. Yep. And yeah, the evidence. So he's learning all this in yep. prison. and he's learning it. This yep. I, I got to chime in for the second is I brought up I, I played that one vignette of Bray Wyatt and NXT, and and he goes, the teacher said, you know white uh white trash peon like bray white ain't gonna be anything and he goes and i learned to read and i learned how to do this and i and i started with cliff for the big red dog and then it was a good book right meaning like i learned i learned to teach myself and that's what max katie is doing he it, all those books it was an extreme uh foreshadow as soon as you saw that in the opening shot of him He's coming, guns a blazing, in
1: this. Yeah, movie. and yeah, because yeah, because it's not just law; it's law. It's you know the art of war. It's psychology. It's he is always one step ahead, and he knows exactly what to do. Oh yeah, and it just goes deep and deep and deep, and finally they, they go to their old houseboat to try to escape. But uh, you know the great scene: Max Katie secures himself to the bottom of their uh, grant their Jeep Wagoneer. Uh, which they do in The Simpsons, which is fantastic. Uh, another another great parallel. You got to see that. But uh, and it's just a, it culminates there. Uh, but it's just a, it's a psychological thriller again because you've got this guy who's straight laced and he wants to do everything by the book. He's an attorney, uh, but he's getting outwitted by this guy that got put away, you know, years ago.
0: And man, the uh, you're saying like with the boat and all that, where it kind of comes to the, the culmination. The uh, the cop friend of his or whatever, the one that has the teddy bear and he's looking at it because everything is connected to it. And if it moves in one direction, you know where it's going to go. And then you do not expect that De Niro is the goddamn man uh-huh. when he turns around. And chokes him with what was, like, fishing well, wire. Well, so... Wire. Oh, no, it was the piano wire. Because one of the keys wasn't working the... on
1: the piano. Yep. He had stolen the piano wire. Yep. yep.
0: Man. Fantastic. Only part of the movie I can't get down with or it's just really weird to watch or uncomfortable is when he's talking with Juliet Lewis. I'm like, it's just so fucking weird and creepy because, like, she's supposed to be young and dumb and he's... You know what I mean? And he's like
1: he's seducing ah. a high school girl. <laughs> it's a grown yeah, man. Yeah, it's just really... yeah. It's fucked up it to is. watch. It is. very creepy, yeah.
0: But overall, great movie. If you've not watched it, um, we're actually leaving a lot out, and I'm surprised, oh, yeah. but I think... It, we're not going to Nothing But Trouble no. Or no, no, no cabin no. in the Woods route, because... We're telling you, you don't need to see those necessarily. We'll go through all the fun for you if you don't. This one's actually well worth a watch. Uh, one of again De Niro's best. This is definitely one of my favorite for Nolte, next to Blue Chips. Oh yeah, and Forty Eight Hours. Actually, I really like Forty Eight Hours and another Forty Eight Hours. Him and Eddie Murphy. Yeah, were pretty. Oh no,
1: they were good. Goddamn, they were good a good duo. It. Yeah, still a big fan of Blue Chips myself. <laughs>
0: Just kicking the ball in the stands is so... Bobby Knight. Bobby Knight. So, oh my... It's it, I was like, it might as well just basically be about him.
1: Pretty much, yeah. Uh But yeah, yeah. getting back to Cape Fear. <laughs> we just went like four movies deep. <laughs> just... Don't be shocked. Yeah, I, I shouldn't be. No, but I mean, you're right. I mean, it, this really comes down, not to take away from anybody else in this film, but De Niro stole the show. I mean just yeah. that level of psychop It's it, just a fucking crazy motherfucker that was capable in every front
0: and if you have never watched the movie there's a chance you know kind of like if you've never watched the shining but you know the here's johnny right right, right? counselor hey counselor <laughs> that is from cape fear my one of my favorite parts of the movie is him at the movie theater just laughing oh my God. uncontrollably. And smoking they're like, do the something about it. and Smoking a cigar and losing his mind laughing. Oh, so psychotic. Another,
1: another great parody they do on The Simpsons. They do that scene. But, yeah, and then they go, yep. they go to get ice cream. Uh, oh, your order's been paid for by who? She points out to the parking lot. There he is. He's sitting in his car. He goes out to say something. Bus goes by. Car's not there anymore.
0: Why do people move so fast? I like know. That? So How cool. do
1: they pull it off? Probably just a string. Um, don't forget, he eats the chick's face. Basically, just. Yeesh. Oh that my God! The
0: chick he takes home from the yeah. bar, which was
1: his, uh, which was uh, Sam Bowden's side piece, sort of.
0: The side yeah. piece. That's right. The redhead yeah. chick. Wow, you're right. I forgot about that.
1: Yeah, yeah. And he kills God. the dog fucking jesus christ yeah, it just fucked up thanks for bringing that up out, right?
0: well i like when you bring things to a real fucked up yeah. end eating faces and killing dogs killed dogs yeah, at
1: least it's not the other awesome. way around
0: well check back for next week maybe we'll have some bestiality added to it all right thanks for listening to the top of wrestling pot i'm kidding dude i don't get down I, I, like well, that. does it does it count it if it's tonight.
1: pictures of aubrey edwards
0: Nay. (laughs) That joke was a horse, of course. Next week, we're back with a completely new and different top topic. And let me tell you, you're not going to see it coming. But we're also going to be talking about some more Monday Night Wars. We're going to be talking about some news, maybe some decent fallout from the Raw and or SmackDown after WrestleMania. I am The Professor. As always, I like to bid you a farewell. He's ODM. As always, what he likes to do is leave you with... Cinco? Is that me? Yeah. Cinco words. Look at that. Look at me. Hey, five.
1: Shane McMahon's hamstring be like... The Top of Wrestling Podcast is brought to you by the Top of Wrestling Podcast. Your hosts are the Professor Mark Fantasia and ODM the Doc Joe Rizzo. Feel free to reach out to the show by email at thetopofwrestling at gmail.com on their Facebook page, Twitter page, Instagram page. Remember to subscribe, like, and share. You can listen to the show on most popular platforms including iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, Amazon Music, Pandora, and YouTube. Without your continued support, it would be just some guys talking wrestling which is pretty much what it is anyway. Good night, folks. Alright, I'm gonna get this over. I'm fucking old, I'm tired, and I'm dealing with Vince McMahon. Bring it to the table. I said, I'm gonna watch Raw. It's the Raw after Mania. It's gonna be exciting. It's gonna be fun. There's probably gonna be something big happening. Well, I should have listened to the professor because he was quick to remind me that last few years they actually haven't lived up to that expectation. Matter of fact, I pretty much uh, put out a tweet after yesterday's show saying that not only that, but ever since WWE has been referring to the Raw after Mania as the Raw after Mania, it has pretty much not lived up to expectations. Uh, To give you an idea of how much they're hammering that home, that's the actual hashtag on Twitter. Not just Raw, not Monday Night Raw, not WWE Raw. It's Monday after mania raw or raw after mania that's what it is hashtag raw after mania well apparently that's where all the focus is going uh let's have a little recap quick recap of the three hours that i spent watching this show it starts off with triple h coming to the ring saying we ain't going nowhere and the wwe programming that you love and are used to will not be changing. You have to love it when a thirty figures come out and just lie blatantly to your face, uh, because that's essentially what he did. Uh, and we'll get into that in a second. Uh, Cody Rhodes interrupts Roman Reigns in the next segment. Uh, basically, Roman and Heyman are Roman and Heyman are refusing to give Cody uh, a rematch. Uh, so you know, Cody says, "Well, fuck it. If you're not going to do that, and I basically wrestled you and Solo last night, why don't we have a tag team match?" And Heyman says, "Oh yeah, sure. All right. Well, um, it, it cannot. Your your partner can only be somebody uh, that will never. You know, whoever you get as your partner can never wrestle Roman for the title. Well, I forgot. Probably like most people did that. Brock's match with Roman at SummerSlam, I believe, was their final match together. Uh, Brock's not going to get another title shot at Roman specifically. So Lesnar comes out. It's going to be Lesnar and Cody versus." Roman and Solo for the main event. Okay, at least a little bit of interest there. Minimal, but okay. Uh, next, Omas defeated Elias in a squash. Uh, next, Mysterio comes out and cuts a promo. Theory cuts him off. Uh, they have a match. And uh, basically, Dominic distracts Rey long enough for Theory to get the win. Uh, and Damien Priest then put Bad Bunny through a table. So basically, at Backlash, we're going to get Rey Mysterio and Bad Bunny versus Dominic and. Damian Priest. Okay, next, uh, Owens and Owens and Zane cut a quick promo. Street po- profits uh, accept their open challenge. Owens and Zayn win. Uh, segment of the night. Kathy Kelly is interviewing Seth Rollins backstage. I wonder if she's related to Kevin Kelly. He rambles on some nonsensical promo. He hears everybody doing the chant to his music, so he goes out to the ring. They go to break, they come back, everybody's still doing the chant, and then he just walks to the back. Literally the entire segment, five minutes worth, was just the crowd singing his theme. Next, Lashley has a backstage segment. Ali, Mustafa Ali, interrupts, kind of poking fun at him. Uh, He drags Ali out there and squashes him. Next, Bianca Belair comes out, Uh, Just cuts a promo, putting Asuka over. Uh, Ripley comes out and erupts. They have a very short back and forth, basically teasing a match between them in the future. And then Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez come out. Uh, We go to break. We come back. They're going to be facing damage control. Rodriguez and Morgan win. They earn a women's tag team title opportunity. After that, The Miz comes out, pokes a little fun at Shane, and Riddle returns and squashes him. And then we get our main event, and once everybody's in the ring and they're doing the introductions, Lesnar just turns on Cody and destroys him. That's your show. One return. One return. No debuts, no interesting storylines, no follow-ups, really. Just standard-ass Raw. Seems like a Vince McMahon Raw, if you ask me. Doesn't seem like the new Triple H era of of Raw. But, yeah, well, guess what? As you probably heard earlier in this podcast, we talked about how the reports were that Vince McMahon, after the sale to Endeavor, would be involved in WWE creative at a higher level, not necessarily in the weeds. Well, apparently that's out the fucking window. Uh, you could tell just by watching Raw that Vince had a stranglehold on that entire show. Uh, backing that up, there's uh, reports from PW Insider Elite uh, that McMahon was in charge of creative for that Raw, personally involved. Um Last-minute rewrites were ordered minutes before the show. Changes continued to be made well after Raw began, and those changes came directly from Vince. He had his own office at at the taping. Triple H began Raw on the headset running the taping. As the night went on, McMahon became more and more involved and uh, was at guerrilla position for most of Raw overseeing the proceedings. Meltzer reported on Wrestling Observer Radio that McMahon is back in charge of creative and that even though Triple H is remaining as head of creative of chief content officer, but McMahon has final say over creative matters. Uh, Meltzer's quote was, he's running TV tonight, he's back, it's what it was, it will be what it was before, and if people think that was bad, it will be bad, and that's just the way it is, Levesque, Levesque uh, Triple H for those of you who don't know, will be head of creative and will be doing the busy work and all that stuff, Vince is going to have the final say in everything. <sighs> I, I I really don't know what else to say, That was I was so pissed off watching that show just it, 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 it hasn't even been a year since McMahon formally resigned and retired hasn't even been a year and we've had so many ups and downs and it looks like we're not, we're, we're headed for a very massive downslope <clears throat> I already left you with five words I'm going to leave you with two more sets of five words same as it ever was and as good as it gets it just makes me so ah!
0: I told you that my godson, mega Cody Rhodes fan. Yeah. He actually, Bo made sure to tell him, hey, you really at school can't be telling everybody you're the American nightmare. Um, which just not the best thing to say around. But yeah. man, this kid was all ready for WrestleMania when I saw him just like last week. He was like, yeah, Cody's going to win. So I texted Bo this morning. I go, hey. I know you guys are in the outer banks. I'm not sure if you guys had a chance to watch it, but uh, you may want to watch it with him. <laughs> dot dot dot. And he goes, We stayed up and watched it last night. He's gonna watch it today. And he goes, but I told him that he lost, and I told him what happened. And he said those people should be arrested and put in jail. Solo Sokoa and the Usos. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, that's the pal. Yeah, I know, right? Exactly. Hey, when you're young, you know you can get away with it.
0: Yeah, you know, that's how I used to feel though. I'm 100%. like, oh man, I'm, let me tell you a little story about uh, Montreal screw job at some point, buddy. <laughs> let me show you about me crying and getting upset at the TV.